spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. I love all the signs of spring, the, the flowers blooming, the, the birds singing, Senator Langford publishing his federal fumbles report. <laughs> and like the robins, the senator has returned to the KRMG Morning News. Good morning, Senator. Well, that's quite the poetic intro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love spring. Except uh, spring storms. Well, I know we're all Except monitoring. Storms, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, going down there in central Oklahoma, we got uh, two dead and sounds like quite a bit of damage and learning more as the sun comes up. What are you hearing? Yeah, we'll know more and more. We're tracking the same thing. We have two that passed away in Cole, Oklahoma, uh, just south of Norman, and then uh, a lot of damage around uh, Shawnee. That happened last night. There's more and more Oklahoma Baptist University uh, took uh, some damage last night. They've got a press conference coming at 8 o'clock today. And uh, so there's a lot that we'll know more of, but nighttime tornadoes are particularly brutal and uh, hard to be able to double. We know most of the area around Shawnee still has no power. Yeah, Dan had mentioned um, the federal fumbles, and that's your report on ways the federal government has dropped the ball on spending. Could you give us a little preview? Yeah, this is something I do every single year where we focus in on uh, what is it that we're wastefully spending, where regulatory issues actually slowing down the economy. The federal government has a job. They should do their job well. And there's a lot of great dedicated people that are in federal government, but there's also some areas where absolutely we drop the ball on it. We need to be able to fix it. And so we identify those every year. And it's not all. This is not an exhaustive list of everything. This is some samples in different categories where say this is a problem and then try to be able to highlight those things so that we can actually fix it. And the goal for us is not just to talk about it. The goal for us is to be able to drive this to be able to fix it. We get it to agencies and to say, how did this happen? We get it to the committee staff and to say, what can we do process-wise to be able to fix this? And then we also work on legislative solutions to say this should not be so. And so we, we walk through this. But the first step for us is to expose it into the sunlight, say this is the kind of problems that we have. And we've got to be able to fix this in the days ahead. And, and you're about to publish this in an era when we're looking at a showdown over raising the debt ceiling um, over in the House. Kevin McCarthy uh, put out a plan yesterday, a, a plan which would lead to an agreement on raising the debt ceiling, but it would be coupled with uh, spending cuts. President Biden says that's that's holding uh, basically holding us hostage and that uh, we don't we, we pay our debts regardless. Yeah, that, that that's a good line from the president. It's just not factually been so from his own history, and it's not designed for what the debt ceiling actually is. We're the only country in the world that has a debt ceiling like this. The reason we have it and have had it now for a century is that it forces the American uh, Congress to be able to stop when we get this much debt and to say, what are we doing? How can we slow this process down? How do we get us back to balance? Uh, the reason I say this is nonsensical is in 2011, uh, the last time there was a major debt ceiling negotiation that led to reduced spending, Joe Biden was actually the negotiator for President Obama. He's uh, he As vice president, he's the one that was negotiating uh, with Congress. At that time, there was a Republican House, a Democrat Senate, and a Democrat president. Uh, there was an agreement around the debt ceiling at that time called the Budget Control Act, and it actually reduced spending for the next two years, changed the trajectory uh, for a season. Obviously, that took back off again. 
this requires attention again. While uh, while President Biden was Senator Biden, 10 times he voted against a debt ceiling increase when it was under a Republican president. So now suddenly that he is president, he's like, oh, it's terrible to vote against debt ceiling increases. They've got to just be increased no matter what. When he was a senator, he voted against this 10 times. So, again, these are all good lines from the president, but you've got to actually check the facts on it. The real issue is we have $31 trillion in total debt. No one believes we can't reduce spending anywhere. We do have to find places to be able to reduce spending and start getting our budget under control. I don't know if your staff told you, but uh, I was in, in Washington Tuesday with uh, Oklahoma veterans. It was an Oklahoma Warriors honor flight, and you, you know about those, and there were whirlwind tours all over the place. I, I did tell your aide, hey, you know, I'll give you a dollar if you can get the senator to come on out and see us. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, 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 had, I had low expectations. I, I know you, if you, well, could, if you could have, you would have been there, but you were busy in intelligence briefings that afternoon, and I'm assuming they were at least in part about this kid Jack Teixeira and the leaks. Yeah, they were actually. Sorry that we missed it. Typically, we make the honor flights on it, but there was a there's a lot going on yeah. right now uh, in D.C. And you're you're correct. There's not only issues uh, with this uh, leak that is out there uh, and trying to be able to determine fact from fiction. Not everything that's online uh, was actually accurate uh, for what would, uh, would be put out. So there's lots of questions oh. and issues uh, here on it. But it's also you know the, the how did this happen? What happened? Uh, how do we make sure that nothing uh, ever happens like this again? What are the access points? Before we get to really basic questions. Yeah. Before we get to those questions. So the the one that the top one to me is how much damage has this done? I know we don't know entirely, but put this in perspective. Is this a scale of, you know, WikiLeaks and Julian Assange or Chelsea Manning? Where is this? Yeah, it it is not that, but we're also unknown of uh, what else could be out there. And uh, so that's the question of, is this a rolling issue that's going to take months uh, for information to be able to roll out on, uh, or is it over in that point? So th- there's a lot of questions that are still out there uh, that are unanswered at this point. It, it is not to the level that you just described uh, of some of the other folks that actually put some of these documents out of that level. Uh, but what it does, is it just challenges trust again and forces everyone uh, to pause when we still need to be able to have partnerships uh, around the world to be able to work on intelligence gathering. We live in a very dangerous world that we can see with China, what's happening with Russia, what's happening with Iran. There are some there are some folks that do mean to do us harm that are out there, and so we do need to be able to pay attention. We have a policy as Americans. We don't wait to just react after they attack us, that if we know someone is about to attack us right now, we defend ourselves to make sure that we actually protect lives and uh, so that makes it very important that we continue to pay attention to what's happening around the world so we can protect Americans. Um, should a 21-year-old guardsman have had that kind mm-hmm. of access, do you That think? was my question. Yeah. I was wondering well, that, too. It, uh, so okay. I, I would tell you, we, we, we have 21-year-old guardsmen right now that are leaving out, that are going to the Horn of Africa, that are literally laying down their life uh, to be able to protect our nation. I don't, I don't think the issue is a 21-year-old. Uh, we have a lot of 21-year-old Marines that have done pretty miraculous work uh, over the years in trying to be able to protect the nation. So that, that the age is not the issue. It's the access point and how much access an in, a single individual has. We always should function on a need-to-know basis uh, on all intelligence. If you don't need to know that, then you don't need to see that. And so some of the questions will be out there to be able to find out on the need-to-know side. Senator Langford, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it.
You bet. Glad to be able to do it. I continue to pray for the folks in central Oklahoma. It's going to be a very long several weeks for them, and they're going to need a lot of help. Will do. Thank you. Oklahoma Senator James Langford. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.